So we'll see what happens. Anyway, we're going to move on to the next topic here. And we are going to go on to the NBA as um, Adrian Griffin got the hammer a couple of days ago. And I want to circle back and talk about this topic because it's a very trendy topic right now in the sport of basketball. And the Bucks are going to hire Doc Rivers to be their head coach in replacement of Adrian Griffin. And the question that we have, is Doc Rivers the main man or the man, excuse me, to guide Milwaukee Bucks to a title? And because of the mic is yours. Man, this is rough, man. Uh, Doc Rivers' resume over the past 10 years has been nothing short but pathetic, in my personal opinion. It's been really bad. I mean, coming back from 3-1 multiple times on his teams, uh, underachieving multiple times, uh, not getting to a conference championship, uh, Western Conference Finals or Eastern Conference Finals, uh, not getting to the finals. Um, He got Giannis. He got Dane. These right they they really got a winning record and all of these things and they want to bring him there for defense alone and i get it but doc in crucial moments and crucial playoff moments i haven't seen his genius rise to the surface so is he the guy me i would say he he got he could be the guy right but his resume haven't just shown it over the past 10 years so I'm giving him a second chance. Like, oh, he did. Okay. Maybe Doc Rivers could do it. And he tried with Joel and Big. He tried with uh, Blake Griffin and, and CP3. And it just never worked. You know what I mean? Kawhi Lennon never worked out. And these are some great players. He got Giannis, another great player. Is it going to work out? And I'm telling y'all right now, if it don't, and he got the opportunity right now. And if it don't work out this year, I don't want about next year. This year, he, he should not coach no more. Okay? That's it. He, he's right. Cuzzo just said it. Sometimes the league passes you by. Maybe it passed Doc Rivers by. Because he just got too many holes in his resume over the past 10 years that just looks horrible to me. And and, and and the fact that he got this opportunity, you know, I applaud Milwaukee. Hey, you know, another African-American um, coach. I get it. But, man, I don't know. I, I, I got a question mark on my head. I don't know. I would like to think Doc Rivers could do it. But I, I still say I don't know. And that means win a championship. Not, not not go to the finals, not go to a conference champ, win the championship this year. He got to do that. Yeah, man. Um, I would like to jump in here and then Zay, feel free. You know, I think for me, when you talk about this firing, the NBA really, and, you know, I don't even watch three sports, really, or maybe four. Um, the NBA, NFL, boxing, UFC. That's my four. And a little bit of tennis, you know. Tennis. Yeah, they, you know, a little bit of tennis, you know. I like, you know, some guys over there. Um, but I don't know if there's any sport that treats its coaches like the NBA, you know? And as I break it down, we know that this is a player's league, you know, and at that, a star-driven league. And Giannis had put a lot of pressure on the Bucks organization to um, build a contender to win multiple championships, you know? He came out, kept talking, and it put a lot of pressure. And in that pressure, they made a big mistake by trading for Damian Lillard, it was a pointless trade, you know, um, to give up a guy like Drew Holiday, who was one of the best defenders in the league, can guard the backcourt, can guard Dame in a playoff game and lock him up. He did before. Did before. Okay, and Grayson Allen, you know, one of those defenders, gritty guys, gritty guys on the team. You let him go as well in the process. And when you think about what worked for Milwaukee back in the day, it was the fact that they had this rim protection with Brooke Lopez and Giannis, okay, and now they sacrificed that type of you know 
rim protection with this new defensive scheme that they have where they are aggressive and it leaves them susceptible, excuse me, in the back area. And, you know, they pay for their aggression and they don't have the roster to play that type of style because you're missing guys like Drew Holiday and Grayson Allen. And now when you look at it, it's really roster is a roster issue. But once again, these organizations are adhering to these superstar players demands and they're making stupid, you know, roster construction decisions because of those guys. Look at the Russell Westbrook trade in L.A. It happens time and time again. Look at Brooklyn. You know, I want Steve Nash, right? Because Giannis said he wanted Adrian Griffin. I want Steve Nash. Steve Nash wasn't equipped to handle those guys, and he ended up getting fired. Same thing over here. A lot of people is comparing this to David Blatt in 2016, where they was in the number one seed, and he ended up getting fired. And, yeah. The NBA is the league that treats its coaches like this. I mean, think about in the NFL right now. You know, you have Sean McDermott and um, Nick Sirianni and Mike McCarthy, who all had bad losses in the playoffs, and everybody wants them to go, and they're all coming back, right? Think about Mike Tomlin, for crying out loud. He hasn't won a playoff game since 2017, and yet he never sniffed the hot seat. Only in the NBA is that we have a culture like this because there's no accountability to these players. Now, in regards to Doc Rivers, and if he's the man to guide Milwaukee Bucks to a championship, it's like Mike Tomlin. He hasn't won nothing in the last decade since that 2008 championship. You know, blown leads at the blown leads, and, you know, they up and they're not up. And I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Last year on the um, 76ers, Joel Embiid and James Harden had a very elite pick-and-roll game. And that was their formula to win until it got stagnant, until Boston made the necessary adjustments to defend the pick and roll. And it forced them to make adjustments that they didn't have the answers for. And maybe he'll get the best out of this group as far as Dame and Giannis together as a duo and get them going with the you know, old school pick and roll. But um, it's going to flame out eventually. And it's going to come down to these players, too, at that. So, yeah, we could talk about Doc Rivers and if he's the man for the job. But at the end of the day, we know he's not going to make the adjustments. And we know that it's going to have to come down to Giannis and Dame. Have you been watching Dame in Portland the last couple of years? Okay, like we forgot how bad of a defender he is. When you have Dame and you have Malik on the same floor, I mean, come on. What you expect your defense to be? They never saw a shot they didn't like. Right. But they don't defend on the other end. So, yeah, um, say what you want about this firing and if it makes sense or not. I'm not really care. I'm here to talk about the root of the issue at hand in the NBA when you talk about the culture of firing guys for winning games. OK, this guy won 70 percent of his games. That does not happen in other sports, to my acknowledgement. Now, I don't watch hockey. I don't watch the MLB. I watch the NFL, NBA, boxing, the UFC. It doesn't happen in those sports. And that's my take for right now. Well, we have to look at multiple things, right? Because when we look at the winning record, the record, right, and we see where they're at standings-wise, we see where the winning games, we have to understand it's not about winning and losing games at that point. It's not about he's not um, a coach that can help win games. Clearly, he is. It's about the guys who are getting paid the most are complaining about him. And that is where you most focus at, the players. Because the players ultimately have the power. Um, and we can say that they don't. We can say whatever. But when we're talking about two guys and Giannis, and Dame Lillard, who are not good perimeter defenders at all. You lose four straight games to the Indiana Pacers. Um, you got swept regular season by the Indiana Pacers. 
Um, you know, you're losing games to the Knicks on uh, Christmas Day. You got a team that's supposed to be high octane offense. You uh, remove the two guys who play defense, gritty defense on the team, and that was Drew Holiday and Grayson Allen. And you assumed that having Dane Willard would make you still a pinnacle team, a team that to be feared, but it made you the opposite. It made you a weaker team. It made you a team that's more susceptible to three-point shooting, more susceptible to getting drive-bys, um, putting your center in positions where he has to guard four to five different people simultaneously because you have no perimeter defenders to stop anybody from getting into the paint. So it puts you in a position where, um, as a coach, you have to mask different things. You have to tell the star players, yo, we need you to sacrifice. We need you to be emphasized more on defense because you we have too many guys getting paid 20 plus million and nobody defending bobby porters right now is the best defender on the milwaukee bucks and then after that is andre jackson a rookie from connecticut so i think it's interesting what this bucks team has to go through and endure um i to answer the question is doc rivers demand to guide the milwaukee bucks to a title no he is not no he's, he's a scapegoat he is um he is escape <laughs> andrew griffin was a scapegoat Doc Rivers will be a scapegoat again because at the end of the season when they don't win a championship or if they don't make an NBA Finals or if they don't make an Eastern Conference Finals, the, the scapegoat will be, oh, Doc Rivers came midseason. He um he hasn't been a well-gelled team. He hasn't been well-acclimated with the team, so we'll give him another year. And then during that next season, they'll see the same issues reoccur. They'll fire him and bring in somebody else. And they'll awesome. fire the next person, bring in somebody else. And I think this is the, the unfortunate notion with – not only a team that doesn't have perimeter defenders, but a Damian Lillard team, a team that Damian Damian's on, they don't defend well. All they do is score baskets. All they do is shoot um, at a high level. All Dame does is shoot at a high level. He doesn't defend well. He doesn't um play defense at all. He doesn't give maximum effort on that side of the basketball. Right. So those his teams always wind up becoming the losers in any game. Like if he's not scoring forty five a game, then what is Dame really doing for you? Not much. Giannis has to do everything else. And unfortunately, he thought getting a star player next to him will help alleviate some of the scoring responsibilities or responsibilities on his plate. But all it did was add more because now you need Dame, um, Giannis to not only be a rim protector, but a, a elite perimeter defender and also still be aggressive in getting assists, getting rebounds, getting 30 points a game. And you're only adding more to his plate when he's trying to do less. So I think this ad addition by Doc Rivers is only hindering Doc Rivers because now he's already playing with his back against the wall for the rest of the season. Look, all these organizations smart. Have they been watching the game? I mean, we saw the finals. We saw who was in the finals, the Nuggets. You know, they had their two, you know, man show, and they had a great role cast that literally was the, you could argue, they were very important. You know, guys like Bruce Brown, Christian Brown, yep. you know, all those guys played a role in that championship. And you could argue the same thing about the Bucks championship, you know, in 2021. Yes, we understand that Giannis went off. He had a very, very, you know, monstrous NBA finals, but he had help as well. Drew Holiday definitely came and helped them. Yes. And when they needed him to score, he scored. I understand he's not known for scoring consistently every single night, but his defense, okay, like yep. the defense makes up for it. And now when you look at this team, it's just going to have to be Dame having better offense to the point where it overcomes the lack of defensive production that they are missing from a right. Drew Holiday trade. And I'm just saying, all oh, these guys smart. Like, why are we still building rosters this way? And that's what you that's what happens when you cater to these superstars. You make yeah. dumb decisions. You're not thinking rational because you're making your roster worse. And the only thing they're going to do is blame you at the end and leave you at the end. So right. um, I've seen it too here's many times. Thing. But here's the thing. It's business. 
So to them, it's like, well, do whatever it takes to keep Giannis because we want to keep these fans in the seats. Winning a championship is always secondary. Making money is number one to these owners. So the championships, although we as fans win a championship, win a championship, win a championship. No, for them, it's full of seats, full of seats, full of seats. If Giannis leaves, I might not full of seats. You don't like this coach? You want this player? What we have to do to keep Giannis no, no, here? Giannis is under 30 years old. And like you said, he'll probably leave anyway. Yeah. But this is how they think. So they thinking about make the money now, make the money now. And I mean, look at Brooklyn right now, bro. Who the hell is going to Brooklyn right now to watch a game, bro? Right. But that's I had a free ticket a couple months ago. I'm like, hell no, I ain't going to see them bums for free. Right. Okay. Right. Like, no. <laughs> but when they had the star players there, they selling out. They selling yeah. out. And they so left. The owners is thinking, listen, man, hold this, hold this Giannis. Giannis got another five years. And we can keep him on the contract for five more years. And his prime, I juiced it as much as I can. If you want to leave after that, leave after that. That's how owners think. They think money first, not championship first. I mean, look, my last point, man. We saw Dame all these years in Portland. He was a below average defender. But everything Correct. is cool because he's scoring the basketball and everybody's blaming everything. Everybody blame the organization for building around Dame. Oh, you did this. You didn't draft that. You signed that. You know, but we put all the blame on the organization, the front office, but not Dame. And now that Dame is on a team where he's being watched more right. by the national media, there's more expectations now. Now everybody gets to see that, oh, maybe it is a little bit overrated having a guy like Dame on our roster. But well, here's the thing. you're supposed to know that if you're an evaluator. Evaluate, if you work right. in the front office, you're supposed to know that. Yeah. But here's the thing. No matter how great you are as a scorer, right, so if you let's say Dame, Dame average, let's say Dame average 28 points a game. For Dame to be above average defender, he's gonna have to lose five points. He got to go to 22 points a game. It's too much energy. There's only very few people that I've seen that can put out the energy offensively and defensively consistently throughout the duration of a season or duration of a career. There's only about four people off the top of my head I can name. Yeah, Kawhi Dame, Leonard is one of those guys that I could think of the top. Who? Kawhi Leonard, I could think of Kawhi the Leonard was one of those, one of those guys. guys. Kobe was one of those guys. Mike was definitely one of those guys. LeBron I'm talking about like right now. Be... Like right now, oh, right Kawhi now, Leonard would be one know. of those guys at the top. Yeah, right now, who? Uh, you said Kawhi? Okay. That's, that's it, probably, right? Because nobody really plays defense in the NBA no more, so. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. Everybody wants to score the basketball. So when you got to be a hero. Holiday, he's a jewel. He wants to play defense. Yeah, um, this is what happens. We'll see what happens with Doc Rivers, and if we are able to see him, you know, rewrite his career and rewrite this um Dame and um Giannis partnership into the right direction, or will we have another classic playoff choke on our hands? We'll see. Please like and subscribe for all the up to date content. We're, we you've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do like, subscribe, leave a comment, or leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. It's all ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.